0: Who's got it better than us? Nobody!
1: Welcome to the Michigan Man Podcast on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maize & Brew, for Wolverine fans from coast to coast. Go Blue and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. On this Visitor's Edition, we'll hear from Teddy Greenstein from the Chicago Tribune. He covers the Wildcats for the Trib and is also a contributor on BTN. I'm sure you've seen him there many times. First, my view from Section 17 to get us started. We made big strides against Nebraska in every facet of our game. What does that mean? It means we played superbly against Nebraska. But that was last Saturday. As the late great Bob Eufer used to say, they wrapped fish in yesterday's newspaper. What you did last Saturday doesn't mean a thing. It's this Saturday that counts. I'm nervous about every game. It doesn't matter who we play. Teams like Northwestern, though, tend to make me even more nervous. Their offense is a complete mess with injuries on the offensive line. Quarterback Clayton Thorson is still not 100%. And their leading rusher, Jeremy Larkin, retired on Monday because of a neck condition that was discovered recently, and he was their entire rushing offense. Their defense has not been as bad as statistics would lead you to believe. The front seven are pretty darn good, great linebacking core. Secondary is where they're having some issues. So on paper, this should be a Michigan route, and believe me, that's what I want to see. But I respect Pat Fitzgerald as much as any coach in this conference. The Wildcats had a bye week, plenty of time to prepare for Michigan. Will that matter on Saturday night? That's what always makes me nervous. It's a road game against a team everyone expects you to roll. In games like this, you have to come out and take them out of the game early and not let them hang around. Easier said than done, but we can't mess around with teams like this, so I hope we bury them fast. Teddy Greenstein covers Northwestern for the Chicago Tribune. He doesn't think the Wildcats stand much of a chance on Saturday because Michigan's defense is too dominant and Northwestern is a mess with injuries on offense. He's up next here on The Michigan Man, on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. with us on our visitors segment this week as we get ready for that trip to evanston and a saturday game with the wildcats is teddy greenstein from the chicago tribune teddy great to have you back with us
0: my pleasure mike good to be with you buddy
1: well teddy uh, bad news for the wildcats of course monday uh, leading rusher jeremy larkin announced he was retiring for medical reasons and of course a blow to the team more of a blow to jeremy very lucky young man that condition was discovered though wasn't he
0: yeah i mean there are definitely two ways to look at it and one of them is oh i mean how unlucky that a promising excellent player has to retire from football but that was probably his first reaction but then the more he thought about it uh you know what jeremy larkin has told his teammates is that he does feel lucky and blessed you know he has an issue called cervical stenosis uh it's a narrowing of the spinal canal in the neck area and if he had gotten hit wrong um could have led to paralysis and he's an amazing kid and um you know as all his teammates told him obviously they wanted him to make more memories on the football field but it's much more important to uh make memories just on planet earth and um they appreciate him and he's going to become a student assistant coach he'll stay around the program so he has not talked to the media yet, hopefully he will soon, um, but football-wise, a huge blow because he's far and away their best goal position player.
1: At least statistically, he has been the running game so far this year. Uh, where yep. do the Wildcats turn for yardage now?
0: Yeah, so they have a guy, um, John Moten the fourth. they call him Johnny Moe in the program. He's been around, he's decent, um, but really it's probably going to end up being a, a true freshman. Um, one is Drake Anderson And um, you probably remember his, his dad mm-hmm. Damian Anderson Who mm-hmm. was one of the absolute best Northwesterns ever had So Drake is a smaller guy 180 pounds out of Arizona Really fast um, So he's going to certainly be An intriguing guy The other one is Isaiah Bowser Who had an amazing high school career In Ohio And was playing anyway I mean only had one carry But he's certainly a guy Who everybody figured Was going to you know, get a big opportunity This year behind Jeremy Larkin And now it turns out yeah, you know, I think if not Saturday, um, certainly by October, he's going to end up being the featured guy.
1: Well, Teddy, uh, I watched the opener on the road against Purdue. Thought uh, the Wildcats looked pretty darn good, and then they come home, drop one to Duke, and then to uh, to Akron. Not what Wildcat fans were expecting out of the gate, is it?
0: Yeah, I mean they Northwestern won the final eight games of last season, and then. Uh, played a tough game at Purdue. Didn't score in the second half, but played good enough defense and kind of held the ball long enough to to hold off Purdue. And things were looking pretty good. Then they come home. You know, Duke is a good team. Like that, that was one where um, I wasn't terribly surprised. Northwestern o- often has letdowns at home. Duke is solid, so so that one you, you could live with, but. The Akron game you know was a disaster they gave up 36 points in the second half there were two pick sixes there was a strip sack fumble return so just one of those were everything they could go wrong went wrong but still I mean you, you just can't lose at home to teams from the MAC um, unacceptable and now they're one and two they've got a banged up offensive line they've lost their top tailback um, their quarterbacks are not mobile and you've got Michigan coming into town which as one of the best defensive fronts in football. So it's uh, really awful timing for this matchup for Northwestern.
1: I know on the offensive line there were four starters uh, back from last year's unit. Are injuries the big problem right now?
0: I'd say a combination of injuries. Um, You know, Clayton Thorson did not play great against Akron. He was certainly responsible for at least one of those interceptions. Um, the backup is T.J. Green, uh, and they've had to use T.J. Green because Clayton is still coming off of ACL surgery and he's not full go. It's been an unusual situation where basically the medical staff during the game says, you know, number 18 is in or number 18 is out. So they have to use a, a number two quarterback. That might not be the case Saturday. Now that we're a couple weeks, you know, past. Um, they just have had a very poor offense. I mean, they're 12th in the big 10, both in points and yards per play. So that's a problem. Defense has been okay, but nothing that exceptional. So, um. Yes, yeah, a real test. Real test to see if these guys are going to fall apart or if they can, uh, you know, put together a good game against Michigan.
1: I've noticed Clayton come in and out of some of the games I've had a chance to see. Yeah. So that's the, the medical staff that's making that decision?
0: Yeah, it's really strange. Um, You know, we didn't know going into the Purdue game whether he was going to play at all because he was still at that point less than eight months past ACL surgery. And then he started and then... You know, he leads Northwestern on touchdown drives on the first two drives, and then T.J. Green comes in, and we're like, what is going on? (laughs) And it turns out that he's limited in terms of number of plays. They've kind of called it a pitch count, but it's more of like a series count. So in that first game against Purdue, T.J. Green had maybe five series, and then Duke, it was maybe four, Akron, three. So, you know, we're getting to the point, I think, where Clayton is just about 100%, but it still depends on the medical staff. And it's never really been explained, you know, why Mm -hmm. he can't go the full game. I just think it's a case of they don't want to expose him necessarily to injury. And, you know, I guess the more you're out there, the more susceptible you are to swelling.
1: He has been running for his life quite a bit in the first three games, too, hasn't he?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, when Northwestern's offensive line is banged up, the offense just becomes non functional. And that's Mm -hmm. what happened this year. You know, they were healthy against Purdue and there were zero sacks allowed. And then they started going down in a due game and things have been you know, really unraveling.
1: Well, when you look at the passing game numbers, at least on paper, they look good. Four receivers in double digits already. Uh, Flynn Nagel has 20 receptions. So the production from the receiving core has been pretty good so far, hasn't it, Teddy?
0: It's pretty good. Um, those guys are good. Flynn Nagel is, you know, a good possession receiver. Ben Skronik is actually quite good. I mean, he's got, he's tall. He's He's got some good leaps. He actually made a nice catch uh, for a touchdown at the end of the Akron game. So, they just don't have the explosive players that you see with a lot of Big Ten teams. I mean, there's no there's no Rodell Moore um, on Northwestern. You know, they don't have a game breaker. They really haven't had one since Vennrik Marks. So they have got a lot of good players, but. Probably nobody that's, that scares Michigan.
1: Well, the offense has put up enough points to win all three of the games. The defense has struggled, and that surprises me because, again, they had, what, eight starters back on defense. So what are the issues on that side of the ball right now?
0: Um, I think the defense has just been fine, nothing special. I mean, it was you know it was good enough against Purdue. Uh, it, it, it wasn't the problem against Duke. I mean, they, they held Duke scoreless in the second half. And then the Akron numbers are really skewed because of um, the three touchdowns uh you know northwestern gave up on the offense so you know two pick sixes and a strip sack fumble that's 21 points um, so the defense is is fine that's really not a, a huge issue um so there's some youth in the secondary a kid named greg Newsom who's you know given up some long pass plays but um, the defense is fine. It's probably you know middle of the pack, Big Ten.
1: Pat Fitzgerald said the Wildcats would use the bye week to get the kinks out. Are, are most of the issues through the first three games that you've been seeing fixable in a week?
0: Well, not if the offensive line is still not healthy. And then, you know, without Jeremy Larkin, that takes a hit. And the other problem is without Jeremy Larkin, he was their best. He was basically their goal line quarterback um, against Purdue. He was running... The Wildcat extremely well run in option plays down at the goal line. Now they don't have that. So, no, I mean, if anything, the offense could certainly be worse than it's been the last couple weeks.
1: Well, with uh, Jeremy Larkin gone, losing two in a row at home, uh, this is, uh, needless to say, a pivotal game for Coach Fitzgerald and his team. Do you think as it is, and thankfully there's been a bye week, Northwestern has enough pieces to hang with Michigan, maybe pull off an upset?
0: I don't see it. Um, I'd be really surprised. I just think it's a bad matchup for Northwestern, given their offensive line struggles and and Michigan's confidence and and powerful front seven. So, you know, injury-wise, I don't know exactly which um, offensive linemen are going to be healthy Saturday but um, unless the the entire first string is there, I think it's going to be a a brutal time for
1: Well, a couple of uh, Big Ten questions before we let you get away, Teddy. Uh, Can anyone uh, beat Wisconsin in the West this year?
0: I really doubt it. I mean, I think that Iowa-Wisconsin game was for the West. Um, You know, Northwestern is the only team that is uh, undefeated in the West other than Wisconsin, and I, I just can't imagine Northwestern, you know, turning it around to a point where they win six or seven games in the Big Ten. I mean, Now, like you probably remember this, last year they started two and three Mm -hmm. and then ended up 10 and three. So it's not unprecedented that Northwestern has a crummy September and turns it around. But, you know, again, without Larkin, I just don't, I don't see the the stars out there. I mean, maybe Isaiah Bowser is going to be that good, but, um, it's more likely that, you know, given that he's a true freshman, um, that this team, this offense, is really going to be hurting without Larkin.
1: Well, Saturday night in Happy Valley, biggest game of the year so far in the conference. Of course, Ohio State visiting Penn State. you think Penn State has a chance in that game?
0: Definitely, definitely. You know, I think with um, th- that's maybe the best home field advantage in the Big Ten, yeah. especially in a big game at night. So that's worth four or five points right there for Penn State. And as amazing as Dwayne Haskins has looked, um, you know, that's that's going to be his, his first Real true road game, you know. TCU was kind of a quasi road game, and he performed beautifully. Um, but you you saw, you know, nobody does well when they're when they're being pressured a ton, um, especially a young quarterback. The fact that Nick Bosa is not going to play really takes away from that Ohio State defense. So it, it's going to be scrappy, and uh, I think it's probably going to be close.
1: Well, another big week in the Big Ten, and things will start shaking out as we uh, close the month of September. Our guest today has been Teddy Greenstein, who covers Northwestern for the Chicago Tribune. Teddy, uh, thanks for your time, and we look forward to having you back in the future.
0: Enjoyed, Mike. Hope to see you Saturday.
1: Quick Hits is next as we wrap it up for another week here on The Michigan Man, on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze & Brew. On quick hits today, on the injury front, Pay is 100%, Aubrey Solomon is in rehab but making progress, Chris Evans is hopeful, and Tariq Black is doing well. Jim hopes to get him back later in the season, but there is no timeline. No other injury news of note to discuss. Here are some game day facts. Michigan leads the series with 57 wins against 15 losses, and there have been two ties. The first meeting was way back on October 29, 1892, in Evanston, a 10-8 win for the Wildcats. The last time we met was on October 10th of 2015 here in Ann Arbor, a 38-0 Michigan win. Pat Fitzgerald is 87-65 as head man at his alma mater and is in his 13th season. They were 10-3 overall last year, 7-2 in the Big Ten. They ended a great season by beating Kentucky in the Music City Bowl, 24-23, and they finished at number 17 in the polls. Saturday's game at Ryan Field kicks off at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. The weatherman says partly cloudy with a high of 60. Temps in the 50s most of the game. No rain, so really a perfect night for football. Don't forget our free show app is available from the iTunes and Google Play stores. You can also get us on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeart, and Wolverine Sports Radio. If you get the show from iTunes, I ask you to please take a minute to rate or review us. It really does help. Next week, it's back home to take on what appears to be a much better Maryland team. On Tuesday's game day show, my guest will be Cody Stavenhagen from The Athletic Detroit. It's his first year on the beat, and he is an excellent young writer. If you have never checked out The Athletic, I suggest you do. It's a subscription service, but they have all kinds of deals going on, so check it out. It's well worth every penny. On Thursday, we'll have a visit from Radio Royalty, Maryland Radio Hall of Fame voice Johnny Holiday. So make sure you come back next week, and please tell your Michigan family and friends about the show. That will do it for this week. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. Have a great Wolverine weekend, everyone. Think victory, beat Northwestern. Until next time, take care, and as always, Go Blue. Thanks for joining us today on The Michigan Man. Here on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network. And in partnership with SB Nation's Maize and Brew. Our listener lines are open 24 7 for your calls at 313 263 4842. That's 313 263 4842. Or email us at the Michigan Man Podcast at yahoo.com. That's the Michigan Man Podcast at yahoo.com.